Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. Delighted to actually have on the other end of the telephone uh, Mr. Andrew Scoffin, whose voice many of you Crew Alex fans will know because it's Andy. He's the um, the stadium announcer at the Alexandra. What do we call it, Andy? Do we call it Gresty Road? Do we call it the Alexandra Stadium? What's it called? It's, well, officially, it's the Alexandra Stadium, and has been for a number of years, but Cresty uh, Road will never, ever go away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if, if, you're old, if you're old school, you've been brought up with Cresty Road like I have. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, Andy, the main purpose of speaking to you, uh, to you today and us today is to tell about a great charity football match that you've got coming up that you're organising, and of course it's for a great walk, and we'll talk about that in a, in a little while. Um, but, go on, tell me, how long have you been the announcer at, Gra- at Gresty Road? Um, I got the job in the summer of 2010, so this is my 11th year. Um, which is, you know, a good feat, really. Uh, Brian Smith, who was my predecessor, he was, I think he did it for about 17 years and he moved on to uh, other things and couldn't manage to spare his Saturdays through his work. So the job came up and uh, my name was put forward and uh, I got the job. I didn't even have an interview, actually. There's no interview, <laughs> friend. And then I got a bit. I got some credibility because I've been a DJ for many years, and actually worked on the cat for num- numerous years. And uh, before that, YFM and uh, Witch FM. Of course, but yeah, I've done well. Not scared of a microphone. Let's put it that way. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. And just talking to you as we have done over the last couple of days, you can tell you're just a natural in front of the uh, the mic. But that that must have been a dream come true. I mean, as a lifelong Alex fan, that's your best gig, isn't it? Oh, but I doubt. I mean, I've had some great gigs over the years, and worked with a lot of uh, in the in the music world. I've worked, worked with a lot of top people, but uh, football wise. You don't get much bigger than your, your hometown team and the team you supported. I mean, I first went in 1968. Like any good father should, my dad took me and uh, I was there and I'm still there now, 52, 53 years on. Oh, do you know, I love stories like that, actually, Andy, and um, uh, you probably heard me say is that, you know, talking about, uh, what's his, uh, Jack, uh, John Jackie Pearson, who we did uh, the, yep. uh, the their sport and lives, he played for the Alex all of his life, didn't he? Correct, he did, yeah. Oh, just brilliant. Yep. Just brilliant. Now, the... Just going uh, sorry, going back to that first season in 2010-2011 season, um... It was a great. It was a great season. Actually, we didn't. We just missed the playoffs. But my first season, uh, two of the home games. In fact, the second home game, we won seven nil. So you know that was uh, that was unbelievable to announce seven goals. And later on that season, my first season, uh, we beat Cheltenham eight one. Goodness me! <laughs> and two hat tricks. Two hat tricks in that eight one win as well. Love it. Well, of course, my uh, my crowning glory was. Uh, the year after that and the year after that of course because uh, the Alex made when we in the playoffs and uh, also in the Football League trophy which was the Johnson's paint trophy then um, and I, I actually graced the Wembley turf on both occasions and read the team out did to you? all the crew fans oh, yeah. oh I love that so, I love yeah. that 
Now, Andy, I've got to well, ask you. I was going to say, I've got to ask you this. I've been to many grounds across, uh, you know, because I, I think I'm only probably a few years younger than you, actually. But, uh, you know, I mean, I grew up at, uh, in Newcastle. I went to St. James's Park. I've been to many grounds where you'd always get the announcer saying, could Mr. XYZ ring home because your wife has gone into labour? Labour. Now, go on. What's the most obscure announcement you've had to read out? Gary, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but after 11 years, the best I've had is, can you return to your car with a registration number? You've left your lights on, or you've left your window down, and it's raining. <laughs> Honestly, in 11 years. But one story I will tell you, and it's uh, it's one one that uh, I initiated myself, and and it's the only time in 11 years that I've got in hot water over, the, over doing a job at the crew, at crew Alex. Um, we once many years ago had a, a young drummer banging a drum behind the goal in the Cresty Road end. And for whatever reason, he defected to Blackpool Football Club and went went as their drummer. And one game we were playing Gillingham at home, and the away fans are right by where I operate from in the corner of the Cresty Road end of the popular side, which is the away stand. And, and he was there with a blue and white scarf on with all the Gillingham fans. Of course, word got round the ground. People noticed him. Of course, our ex-drummer, who left the Blackpool, is now with the Gillingham fans. So at half time, I made an announcement that, um, I won't mention his name, but I mentioned that there was a taxi for him. Well, the taxi driver was uh, unsure whether he wanted to go to a crew address, an address in Blackpool, or an address in Gillingham. <laughs> now, Andy, I'm not, I'm not going to let you get away with that. Who was it? Go on, name him, please. Well, his name was Gary Blees. <laughs> right. There you go, Gary. You're shamed at last. Well, that, was a, that was a Saturday game, and then on a Tuesday night we were home again. And uh, as you well aware, every, every ground has its local police. Well, they all me in, didn't they? Because he, he complained that I did that announcement. He made a complaint. So obviously the police had to follow it up and I got a little bit of a ticking off. The only time in 11 years I have. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, actually, Andy, is, uh, I mean, only time in 11 years, and I think you were told off for the right reasons, weren't you? Uh, I dispute that, Gary, to be fair, <laughs> but I thought, I thought it was quite humorous and so did many crew fans, to be fair. <laughs> oh, bless. Now, Andy, the, um, of course, the, the main reason for you talking to us today is the fact that you're organising a great charity football match down at, shall we say, Gresley Road in the aid of the Christie. Yep. Now, tell us more about that. Yeah, well, it came about because the club advertised the fact that before, uh, after the last game of the season and before they dig the pitch up and redevelop the pitch for next season, it would be available for supporters to organise the game on. So a good friend of mine, his name's Tony Shaw, uh, he said, why don't we have a, you know, organise a game and do it for charity? So it was, it started off as like 11 against 11, kick around between mates, and we'd all pay so much in and donate it to my charity, which, of course, is going to be the Christie Hospital, and we'll know, you'll know why of a course. bit later on. Yeah. Um, so it developed from that, and I thought, well, I'm never going to get... I mean, I'm 62, and most of my friends are around the same age, obviously. So I'm never going to get 22, 60-year-old people to play an 11-a-side game. So I went public with it on social media, and uh, it just went ballistic. 
absolutely ballistic. So I said a £25 minimum donation. Obviously, the club let me have the pitch for free. There's no charge there. And uh, let's see if we can get, you know, roughly around five, six hundred pounds towards, towards the charity. Well, the current standing in the, on the Just Giving page is £3,260. That's is absolutely incredible. So I've got 26 players on each team. Um, I had to limit it, but the limit kept going up and up and up. I think it went from 15, 20, 25, and ended up with 26 each. So I'm guaranteeing everybody gets 10 minutes, 15 minutes, of the, you know, on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. So I've got... So I've got um, I was going to say, mind you, Andy, that's probably all mo- most of them can probably do, isn't it? Yeah, some of them all last 10 minutes, I'll tell you now, Mary. <laughs> Uh, and you, you've got so some. I was going to say before I forget though, because we were talking off, uh, you know, earlier on in the week. You've got somebody that needs to come on for ten minutes, haven't you? Yeah, I've got some. Uh, I've got some nice, nice stories to tell about the teams. To start with, um, I have uh, some might say an unhealthy obsession with Drew Alexander shirts. My collection is uh, obscene, to be honest with you. Must be around. I don't know. 80-ish old and away shirts over from the oldest ones from 1970 in his 70s shirt up until obviously the current season so what I decided to do was one team can play in any red shirt any home shirt from any era and the other team can play in any away shirt from any era so I've got to team one playing in red Alex shirts captained by my youngest son Ashley, he's a goalkeeper, and uh, in that team, no, it's not that team, in the other team, which is captained by my eldest son, Warren, uh, in that team is a a goalkeeper by the name of Chris McGarrigal, well-known locally, uh, Chris is. Um, He wants to play 10 minutes. He's donated quite a hefty sum to the charity, to do that in 10 minutes. I mean, he's in his late 50s, I'm sure he won't mind me saying. But uh, his dad was an Alex goalkeeper 50-odd years, just over 50 years ago. So he's following his dad's footsteps for the first time in 50 years by keeping goal at Cresty Road. Uh, Which is a great story. Oh, it's a lovely story. Yeah, lovely story. And, and, then, and, and then there's then one, the f- one the talking about goalkeepers, uh, sorry, yeah, Andy, talking about goalkeepers, there's one other special thing, isn't there? Yeah, it is, yeah, without a doubt, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's great for Chris. Um, he, he'll get the first ten minutes of the game, which he, he always wants to play. Also in that uh, away team, captain by my eldest lad, Warren, uh, is Paul Spencer, uh, otherwise known as Dario G. Exactly. The founder member. And, uh, of course, we've played Carnival to Parry just before we came on air, and uh, that's the entrance music that the team's come out to at Gressy Road, and has been for the last 11 seasons. Yeah. So it's great to have Paul on board. Uh, you know, he's a, obviously a figure in the music business, 90s, and even now, even today, he's still making records for us as Dario G. So it's great to have him on board as well. Oh, brilliant. And we were talking about goalkeepers, but there's a young goalkeeper as well that you want to mention, young Ashton. 
Yeah, that's the aim. Um, obviously, I'm suffering myself with cancer at the moment for the second time, but uh, on on the staff as well is a young goalkeeper, 12 years old, uh, plays for the, played for the under-12s academy, Aston Hume, been very well publicised about what's happened to him um, with his cancer. He's lost his right leg and the knee downwards. So, uh, you know, it's got to be an inspiration to anybody, a young lad of 12 years old. And if anybody hasn't seen him, he, uh, he went to Eastleigh with his mum as the guest of the club. I think it was Friday, I'm not sure, either Thursday or Friday. And there's some fantastic photographs of him with oh. the players and the staff at, at Reeseys. Andy, I mean, you know, you're incredibly brave by by the the way you keep on coming, and you know, you've had you know, so you you've had two uh, cancer uh, scares, and I think you're under chemo now, aren't you? I am, yeah. Um, first, first going back in um, 2009, 2010, I had cancer of the neck um, after intense treatment at the Christie Hospital. Uh, I managed to get through that and he had 10 great years to be honest with you obviously got the job at the Alex not long after when I was on the road to recovery um, and then sadly last year it's come back very close to where it was the first time and uh, I've got it in my throat at the moment which is why my voice is not as good as it should be to be honest with you but there you go so yeah I'm currently on a 18 week uh, chemo cycle and they just started week 11, so we're well into the 18 weeks. Oh, mate. Well, well, you know, I think you're incredible is that, you know, you are the voice of the, the Alex. You've talked so passionately about young young kids like Ashton as well. So just to just to kind of wrap things up a little bit, actually, Andy, is that, you know, you're doing, a, you're doing an amazing job. We also know that Christie's doing an amazing job. So if people want to get in touch, if people want to donate, how do they do that? Yeah, we're still open to donations, and um, I say the fund's growing. There's a lot of non-players who've, who've made donations, Gary, which yeah. I'm obviously so pleased about. You know, fellow Alex fans, fellow friends through other other venues, you know, other ventures like the, the world of music. And but I've got to, a fundraising page on there. Uh, can't remember which one it is now. Well, don't worry, we'll, we'll pick that up, actually, Andy. We'll, we'll put that on yeah. the CAT website, which is nice and easy for people to get to. You know? Christie, it's called the Andrews, the Christie Fundraiser Football Match, and you can make donations through Just Giving. So if you put in uh, Christie Fundraiser, I'm sure you'll get Find My Football link there. On. It's on Just Giving, anyway. I will have to say, Gary, that uh, sadly, just by, I think we missed out by a week, we won't be able to have any spectators at the game, which is uh, very disappointing, but that's the COVID regulations currently, and I think they changed not long after we played the game, so very unfortunate that, that uh, the, members of the public... Uh, the, game's on, uh, the game's on the 9th of May, Andy, isn't it? It's the 9th of May at 7pm, yeah, 7pm yeah, kick-off. So what do you, uh, what like do you think, say, is there any chance of the Alex being able to put that on iFollow? Well... A lot of people are asking that, and it's something I've got to look into because I think it would be a tremendous thing to do because the interest is unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, well, I'd love it to be streamed live on YouTube or, or like. Yeah, that'd be great. 
So I'll have a word with people at the club whether we can do that or not. I think that would be superb for the for not only for you, but I think it'd be great for the club as well, actually, Andy. Because they, you know, at the end of the day, they, they've gone through a lot of challenges uh, recently, but they are still very much a family club, aren't they? Oh, without doubt, Gary. Yeah, yeah, it's a community club. Uh, our former chairman John Bowler always said that we're a community club, and that won't change under Charles Grant. I can assure you, this, the, the club will be a community club for the community for Crewe and Antwich and surrounding area yeah brilliant i love that and you know when i've been researching these things about you know like the victorian area of people uh, players that have come through the alex there's some great players that have come through the alex so um no i'm going to be there i'll tell you what if i can't get into the ground that night actually yeah uh, andy i'm going to bring me dad's stepladder and look over the fence is that all right <laughs> you know you won't be the first to do that this season <laughs> Well, mate, it's it's an absolute pleasure to uh, to talk to you. So we've got you know we played in with Dario G. We're going to play out with one of your favourites, haven't you? Which uh, the Alex come off to the pitch to. Would you like to introduce it? Yeah, sure. It's uh, a record I introduced eleven years ago. Basically, the story behind it was because I was getting over my first bout of cancer, uh, and I got the job at uh, Gresty Road. Was that? Uh, the good times were coming back for me and my family. But then it just it, it escalated into becoming a club record and uh, it's been part of the scene for the last 11 seasons. We play it after a win at the end of every game we win. So it's the love affair from, I think it's 1969, and it's called Bringing On Back The Good Times. Well, Mr Andrews Coffin, we want to bring the good times back to you. Mate, it's been an ple- absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on, Gary. It's been great to be back on the, on the Cat Radio. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.